Welcome back to the Fast Break. This is episode 70. And today we're going to be ranking our top five most surprising and top five most disappointing teams at this point in the NBA season. Aaron, you want to start with disappointing or surprising? Let's go with disappointing because I think we'll have the same general five, maybe. All right. I'll start with my number five. I'm, I don't think you'll have them in here, but uh, I have the Memphis Grizzlies at number five. Hmm, okay. John Morant missed like 10 games, so I didn't really – I kind of gave them some slack for that. I have the Wizards if I – You thought they would be good? Uh, Yeah. I, I didn't include clips for this one, but I had the Wizards going like ninth in the East. <laughs> They're not very good. Oh, they, oh, that's the understatement of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't play any defense, but um, I don't know. To say they're like underachieving is probably a good statement. I'm just not disappointed with them, though. They just – I knew they weren't going to be any good. I mean, Russell Westbrook is a quality NBA player. I mean, we thought he was like a guaranteed all-star in the East. And like, I don't know. They're a mess. Okay. Again, you kind of cut out. Oh, I said they're a mess. I just cut out again. Um, They're a mess. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, who... You see, you have the Wizards at five. So, at four, I have the Phoenix Suns, who a few weeks ago you were really high on. Are they, like, fifth in the West still? And they're sixth or seventh, but this no, the roster not. this team has, they could – I think this team's, like, top – this team should be should or could be top three. The Lakers, Jazz, and Clippers are all much better than the Suns. Um, oh, yeah, the Suns are sticks. Uh, all right. Um – this is about exactly where I expected them to do, maybe actually higher for me because I was pretty low on them going into the season. And then I jumped to Devin Booker being first-team All-NBA, and now I'm somewhere in between. Um, number four, I have the Pelicans. Oh, yeah, I left them out. I probably should have had them on here for all my Pelicans hate I've had in the past few weeks. Uh I don't know. Their rookies, like I say every time we talk about them, their rookies from last year, aside from Zion, aren't very good. Brandon Ingram's been inconsistent. Zion's been uh, one-dimensional, not really developing in a perimeter game, not playing too much defense. So, yeah, I just I probably should have put them in there over the Suns. That's what I was going to say. Zion can't play defense if his life depended on it. He's just sitting there like, what's happening? And J.J. Reddick can't hit a shot. Three for me is the Raptors, who I'm sure you also have on the list. I have the Raptors third as well. All right. Yeah, they're not very good. We've talked about this a lot on air and off air about Pascal Siakam is very underwhelming. A few years ago, we thought, man, he could be an all-star starter multiple times, future MVP, face of the league, and he's he can't lead a team, it looks like. Fred Van Vliet's their best players thus far. He's putting up 22, 23 a night. Had a outstanding game the other night but Siakam looks like a second or third best player at best Fred Van Vliet was like in the G League three years ago and now he's the best player on a team that won the championship two years ago so that just shows the situation the Raptors are in Fred Van Vliet's good but like Pascal Siakam you got to step it up you're uh, all-star starter in the East last year come on all right we may have the same top two here in disappointing. 
Uh, the top three are pretty obvious for me. And number two, I have the Heat. Two, I have the Mavericks. Okay, I have them one. one. Yeah. Yeah, it was just based off record for me. I think the Heat are slightly worse. And just watching them play, they look more dysfunctional, although both teams do look very dysfunctional. But uh, I think the Mavericks have more room for improvement also, even though they're in the West. I just think Luka can turn them around. Both teams aren't very deep. Uh, Bam Adebayo has been inconsistent again. Jimmy Butler has been straight up bad. Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, uh, some nights they'll hit six threes, some nights they'll both hit zero. So just two teams are very inconsistent. The Mavericks are not deep at all. Poor Zingas is not his New York in, uh, in his New York day form. So they're both teams I'm not sure can make around the playoffs, but they're both teams that I think can improve, but very disappointing so far. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Which team do you think is more likely to make the playoffs? I will say the Heat because they're in the East, I think, um, mm -hmm. which kind of contradicts what I just said. But I just think um, they, they'll definitely get in that 10 seed, I think. And if they're playing the Hornets, Cavs, or Knicks in a playing game, I think Eric Spolster will get them right and they'll win a game. Yeah, so I the Mavericks is the most disappointing and Heat second because the Heat – uh, Jimmy Butler has missed 10 games, and they are 2-8 and eight without Jimmy Butler. I think he's still a very good player. Uh, his numbers might not show it. He's still averaging, I don't know, what, 16, 17, something like that. But I think that they can make it back once he's there. Bam Adebayo has actually looked really good. Um, it's just some of their other players, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, aren't as electric, Kendrick Nunn, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, key hasn't been as great and then on the Mavericks side of things uh KP I'm not sure if he can be a second guy um I'm not sure if they'll make the playoffs in the west uh and going into this season uh I mean we already know how I felt about them but both of us still thought they were going to be a lot better than they are right now so they're in my opinion the most disappointing for me all right. Yep. Not much of disagreement. We just flip flopped the our top two. Yep. Moving on to surprising now. Number five for me is the Cleveland Cavaliers, who APR would say is the best team in the league. Okay. Well, I also think you're crazy. Uh, the Cavs are my number one most surprising, but I'll get them. I'll get to them later. Number five, I have the Knicks. Knicks are my six. So I put uh, two teams in the East, just right ahead of them. Hornets at four for me. They're all around the ten and twelve, ten and thirteen range. Um, for, I probably thinking about it now could have put the Knicks over the Cavs honestly and left the Cavs out just from a roster standpoint go, going into the year out of those three teams the Cavs have the best roster I was high on Sexton Garland is a good prospect um, Garland averaged four points a game last year well I thought he was going to do good and, and APR would say he's an all-star starter so um, <laughs> also I think Drummond affects winning more so than he's credited for Kevin Love hasn't played very much, but they've got pieces. Um, and they're a surprisingly good team, but I don't know. I think the Hornets are more surprising just because the Cavs roster is much better than them. And the Hornets are led by Gordon Hayward coming off a lackluster tenure in Boston. But uh, the Knicks are definitely could make an argument to be ahead of the Cavs even. Well, I have all three teams in my top five most surprising, so I'll cover a little on each of them. Uh, the Hornets, depending on how you felt about LaMelo Ball, uh, could definitely be surprising, but it depends the level because LaMelo right now is the leading candidate for rookie of the year. And uh, they're, they're, they're looking pretty good. What they're both around 500. 
uh, in their win percentage, uh, Cavs, Hornets, and Knicks, I guess. The Knicks, um, I had fifth, and I maybe could have higher than the Hornets because you look at the Knicks roster, they really don't – they might have the worst roster on paper of the three. They just – I think their coach, Thibodeau, and they, they just got things together. I mean, are they in the playoffs right now? Um, if it were to start today, I think they are. Uh, no, they're ninth. But, uh, yeah, I think they're surprising – the Hornets, uh, the highest of the three, are at sixth right now. They're under 500, but somehow sixth in the East. I uh, wonder what that tells you about the East. But the Hornets are definitely surprising, and uh, I just talked for like a minute and a half, so I'll talk about the Cavs later. All right, so you had Knicks at five and Hornets at four? Indeed. All right, three for me is the Spurs, so I think you could have there as well. I didn't include the Spurs. Um, wow, I don't know. They're just I've been very, I've been very uh, excited about the Spurs thus far. I don't know if I watched a Spurs game all season. Um, they're right now. If they were in the East, they would be like the five seed. But the West is uh, pretty good this year. I didn't include them because I don't really have anything to say about them. All right, who'd you have at three then? Number three of the Jazz, uh, I don't think there's a ton of bias going into that because they, right now they are first in the West and no one expected that. Like, they, they're playing really well. Mike Conley was not playing well last year, and this year I guess maybe just uh, learned how to play with these other players better, and uh, he's not going to make it to the All-Star game because there's no way the Jazz get three All-Stars, but – He's definitely up there. Like he's uh, in. He, I mean, he's one of the better point guards in the league. And I mean, they're just hidden threes. They're they're a good team. Yep, no bias at all because I have the Jazz at two, and it was very close to putting them at number one. Uh, I saw this team definitely being a playoff team, and after the con- after the Gobert contract, we we grows you pretty hard saying the Jazz are still around fifth or sixth in the in the West, but um, they're number one and. They're up a game or two games now, and I think it's very close. You could say they are the most surprising team in the, in the league. Yeah, for sure. So who's your third? So, so far I have Cavs, Hornets, Spurs, and Jazz. Oh, okay. Right. Um, I already mentioned the Cavs, so who's your last team? Number one for me, most surprising team is the Indiana Pacers. Oh, Okay. Because I I didn't th- think for sure, but I I'm pretty sure I had them 11 or 12 in the East going into this year, and they've been as high as two or three I think. And I've watched them play a little bit, and it's a very good team. They've got some really good pieces. They good chemistry, good flow on offense and defense. They they play well both sides of the court. It's a very fun team to watch. Okay, well this is a good introduction to my number one team. The Pacers are four games behind the 76ers. The 76ers are first in the East and are uh, very overwhelming. Joel Embiid is top three MVP candidate, and uh, Ben Simmons is underwhelming. Uh, You can continue your hate for him uh, now. But the 76ers are so surprising. Like, we thought there's no way they get this together. Uh, It's their worst team on paper. They lost Al Horford. Um, all they got was shooters, and I can't tell you how they actually improved. Uh, but they're first in the East, and no one expected that. 
Yeah, I had them just outside, but I didn't want to put both one seeds in. Right. The Jazz were more surprising than the Sixers to me, but I definitely see how you could have them in there. Yeah, I mean, I have them second. Uh, Hornets and Knicks were my fourth and fifth. 76ers and Jazz were my second and third. And then the Cavs I had to include because they were literally 30th in my uh, start of season power rankings. And then uh, we did them a couple weeks ago and they were like 15th. So 15 spots has to be the biggest jump of any of my teams. So I had to put the number one. I thought you might include the Thunder. I want to talk about just quickly because I was, I was pretty high on them. Thunder. I've been pretty high on them. So I, and they've been, they're 11th or 10th in the West and game under 500. They've been pretty good so far. So I think they could be surprising to some people, but I've been pretty high on them. Yeah, I mean, the West has 10 teams uh, over 500, and the Kings are uh, close to it. And then the East has five teams uh, above 500. So I think I cut off a little there. But um, the West is a lot more competitive this year. So, yeah. I think that's all we got for today. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.